Did you know that true love asks for nothing, ladies and gents? Welcome to the Football Ramble. 100 goals for Patrick Bamford and Bayern in the final. It's Tuesday 9th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Greetings, one and all. Lovely to have you with us. It's Ramble time once again. And Andy Brassel and his stagger here. Stag, 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 Andy. Stag, stag, stag. For those who can't see or haven't looked at our social media content, you'll see that there's a lovely picture of a stag over Andy's left shoulder. Mm. Which is in no way professing support for the Milwaukee Bucks, before you ask. Uh, uh, I had no idea what you're talking about, but, uh, you know, you back Burks and I'll back Bucks, as Borat once said. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pete Donaldson, are you glowing because Leeds won and kept a clean sheet? <laughs> I am. I love those Thistle Hotel, Tony Abor, long sleeve, magnificent bastards. I forget where you're at with Leeds, Pete. Obviously, at the start of the season, you said they're absolute tosh. They'll they'll be relegated by January. (laughs) And uh, what what are they doing in this league? Quite frankly, I I don't think I said. I said if they defend like they started defending, uh, they will be relegated. Uh, Vish agreed with me, so we were the uh, we were the Leeds pariahs for a very long time on Twitter, Uh, and then Leeds social media did some egregious stuff, and I. I'd say we won in many ways. <laughs> so yeah, they look like they look like they're going to go down. Well, um, no, but but uh, Leeds uh, have displayed a slight small club mentality this year on okay. social media, and therefore I was right to criticise them. As was Vic. Uh, I, I well, believe they've actually well done, uh, changed. Well yeah, I believe they've actually changed their ways uh, since they clashed with uh, <laughs> you and Vish. I, I believe that Marcelo Bielsa has actually got himself a new bucket. Oh, very nice. I take everything yeah. back. Yeah. And it's full of chicken. <laughs> One of those buckets. Um, gentlemen, Leeds did beat Crystal Palace, of course, last night. And Patrick Bamford got his 100th career goal. He said that reaching 100 career goals was probably long overdue. <laughs> but he did say he captained himself in the fantasy football. Oh, nice. Which is good to see. Well done, Patrick. Is that, is right. that against betting rules? <laughs> Backing yourself? <laughs> I did wonder that. Is there a prize for winning the uh, the Fantasy Premier League? Yeah, I think yeah, it's so unlikely, maybe. Yeah, uh, no, I, guess I know so. what you mean, though. I did think to myself, I'd, I'd keep quiet about that. If I was just, <laughs> just it's it's a thing, sure. though, now, isn't it? Footballers talk about, mm. in post-match interviews, people still think it's cute that they talk about them being in their own fantasy teams. Yeah. Nice. But as Pete says, they'll get their comeuppance when they win a PlayStation and get banned for six months. <laughs> well, he's he's had such a good season, like half the half the number of matches in the league already, and he's on 12. Um, I think he's, got, he's off 16 or 14 last season, and he's criticised mm. for not scoring enough at the championship level, but he's having a nice time. That, that weird sort of dinky chip he did in the first half yesterday was, was not great. That was a strange, yeah. strange decision. A terrible mm. square pass from, from the Palace fullback, but Wow, yeah, it's all very weird, wasn't it? The way the way he set himself up as well, he would have probably yeah. got points for an assist as well. He really, <laughs> yes. he really, yeah, exactly. He sort, of, he sort of knocked it past the player, and because he was at full full floor, he was like, "Oh wow, yeah. that would have been a wonderful goal." But a very very strange. What I like about him, have you seen? Did you see him in the post match talking about mm. um, the Leeds pitch and, and 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 he was trying to be as diplomatic as he could possibly be, but yeah. he was going, "I don't put rugby studs in." I kept falling over, um, <laughs> but he's got such a kind of like lovely polite way about him he's like he's like um 
He's like one of the more timid boys you see in like a YouTuber house. He's like yes. one of the timid side men or Colin from It's a Sin. He's very lovely, <laughs> very charismatic, but very understated at the same time. What, why do Why do you think him and Tony Pulis never saw eye to eye? But it is good that he's got a hundred career goals, Andy, because we knew he had talent. Obviously, he, at some point in his life, he was signed for Chelsea and didn't get a kick. Uh, and and you thought oh, he was going out on loan here, there, and everywhere, and he did go Does around like a lot Chelsea? of the clubs. You know, of course, yeah. Um, I, 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 but we knew he had talent, and and we saw this in in sort of fits and spurts uh, in the, in the championship and uh, and whatnot. But he's he, he landed at Leeds, obviously, uh, you know, a couple of seasons or whatever it was ago now, and he's and he's very much playing the best football of his career under Bielsa. It's good to By see. Mile. It, it it is um, and cards on the table, Marcus. I never thought he would be a twelve goals in the Premier League by February kind of striker. <laughs> um, and you know, th- is that, is, is that an is... expression? Well, he looks like a twelve goals <laughs> by February in the Premier League striker by me. I never saw so many. I never saw so many Premier League teams setting up with such a high line for no bloody reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I do think that. Obviously, he's put an enormous amount into his game and his, his all-round game um, shows a lot of smarts and a lot of graft. But on, on the other hand, even though it might seem like a bit of a trope, I, I can't see him doing this at any other team. I, I think you look at the way... And when people talk about Bielsa and, oh, well, you know, what has he won? What has he won? I think Bamford and players like Bamford, and actually, if you go backwards, players like Dimitri Payet, their Bielsa's success that he can get in the head of talented players and draw something out that maybe they didn't even know was mm-hmm. there. And um, Bamford, I don't see how this would have happened at, at any other club. He's clearly clicked. He's clearly appreciated by a coach who sees something in him that maybe no one else quite saw in him beforehand. Although I remember <clears throat> when Patrick Bamford was a kind of middling, sort of trying to make it in the championship type striker... The, the facts about him were always he speaks German and he plays the saxophone. I, I keep <laughs> I hoping for a, a sort of outro theme music or something from him. <laughs> what is, he, what uh, is German for a silent whisper? whisper. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I think I think he did okay. I mean, I remember him playing at, at Middlesbrough for a bit. And I think we saw him in the... Um, in the in the playoff final that time, Peter. You know when mm. they were they were beaten sort of fairly convincingly by uh, by by Norwich. Uh, it was, and uh, he had a couple of spells at Middlesbrough, of course. And you you knew he was a good player, but now you know I, I did quite enjoy it when he kind of he mentioned England. He mentioned England, said, you know, there's like four or five strikers who haven't played for England before who are doing really really well. You know, if if someone gets called up and so on, and, and you could see that he's he's got the bit between his teeth. He's, he's a bit <laughs> confident, you know. Talking about England and, and and becoming one of Southgate's soldiers, but I think that might be. I, I don't know, Peter. What, what do you reckon? Well, I, do, I mean, I guess um, Leeds play a, a certain way, and Bielsa is probably one of the few managers in the Premier League that 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 does do miracle jobs on people. Does do kind of uh, uh, does improve players. Um, a lot of other managers at Bielsa's level, like the kind of you know the, the sort of mid table to 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 top top six sort of uh, teams um, they're all finished articles you know you expect players to, to, to come to the Premier League and, and perform but Bielsa just he just he's just a, a different level he, he's one of the few managers I think who can who can bring players on um, Southgate I mean 
it's a very different system under England. I mean, what do you reckon, Andy? I mean, I, I, I don't think he would have such a nice time, <laughs> or as many kind of chances to to uh, to miss as many uh, as he does frequently for Leeds, unfortunately. No, and um, you know, maybe England don't need that kind of linking striker. Although, I, I don't know. Maybe if you throw Sterling, Foden. Sancho, every, everyone else in the mix, keep, maybe keep that. Keep going, Andy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that ups the value of Bamford. I, I don't know, um, but it would be interesting to see him outside of this environment. I know what you're saying, Marcus, about um, he uh, had his moments for Middlesbrough, and of course, Leeds paid quite a lot of money for him. Um, doing a decent job in the Championship and doing what he's doing at the moment are, are two totally different things uh, and I'm, I'm not rubbishing players outside the Premier League or outside the, mm-hmm. the top bracket of the Premier League or anything like that but he's he's absolutely gone on to another level I think it, it has helped obviously this season as well the fact that Leeds have brought a couple in and he's got slightly better players around him because much as I think a huge part of Bielsa's job is how he's got Luke Ayling and um, Patrick Bamford for example to become really good players Premier League players um, when you have Rafinha who's brilliant I thought last mm-hmm. night against against Palace um, Rodrigo and you add them into the mix I think that does make a difference well the other one is Jack Harrison people are talking mm. about you know should he maybe get a chance in the famous uh, England jersey uh, which we shall have to see you know the, the, the international football's return is not that far away I do count down the days ladies and gentlemen you may not but I'm here for you to look after that <laughs> I'm um, wearing an England shirt Marcus I'll have you know Get it uh, out, baby. Come on. Come on. That's it's a Euro, the World Cup. Euro 2012. Yeah, freebie, freebie, I seem to recall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you get one of the long sleeve ones as well? Yeah. Is it Umbro? Yeah, it's Umbro. Is it, is it Umbro? Come Thanks, on. Umbro. You know how to make him feel special, Marcus, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy, uh, Mateus Klitsch uh, said that uh, he's still pinching himself to, that he's playing in the Premier League. He said he thought the Premier League or Bundesliga were beyond him in 2017 when he was still playing for FC20. And he said, my girlfriend told me in 2017, you're going to play in the Premier League one day. And I said, this is going to be difficult. <laughs> difficult, but not I, impossible. I hope he brought the fourth wall, looked at the camera and went, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be quite the ride. Uh-huh. You can, and you can see that uh, conversation on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> in the video, my journey to the Premier League. <laughs> oh it's boy. Nice to see though. It's nice to see. Uh, what about Palace, though? Failed to score in 11 of their last 16 away games, if that's a stat that uh, anyone anything is to go by. Uh, Roy Hodgson said last week that he's undecided about his Palace future with his contract coming up for renewal this summer. He says he just wants to kind of enjoy it. But what, what do you think, Peter? Is, 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 is Roy the boy? I mean, obviously, he's not getting any younger, but I don't want to sort of labour that point because it's, you know, perhaps not necessary. Um, could you see Hodgson bowing out in this summer, perhaps, from the game of football? I think uh, on days, on on evenings like last night, um, I think the Crystal Palace fans would be more than happy to, to see <laughs> see the back of him after a, a game where they just didn't seem interested in having the ball, uh, the football at any point. Which is, is it's difficult to win matches. Difficult it, to win it, matches when you don't have the football. It, it is. It's a fair point, Andy. <laughs> but I, I suppose it is tricky for Palace because Hodgson, while he's there. There's no real talk of relegation for, for Crystal Palace. No. Now, you could say that there's no real talk of, say, trying to kick on and, and mm. dare I suggest, challenge perhaps for a, maybe a Europa League spot or something. Very difficult considering 
you know the the sort of the likes of Ancelotti in the league who are not in the traditional top four and, and one thing and another. Um, but I mean, if you were a Palace fan, Andy, what would you be thinking about this? Um, well, I, I think it's quite difficult this one because um, Hodgson's age comes into this conversation a little bit too much. I think. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it's inevitable at, at, at this point in his career. But Palace are in that that tricky spot in the middle of the Premier League where fans start to think um what's what's next you know mm. where can we really go from here and we've seen this happen to clubs before i guess we've seen it happen to um swansea maybe villa um post post martin o'neill where Andy, i'm going to throw you know, in charlton and alan kerbishley yeah charlton's charlton's a great one charlton's perhaps, and stoke perhaps <laughs> the best one exactly and you start thinking we want a little bit more mm. not realizing what what you already have. I mean, I think the concern, I guess, from a game like this in particular, is um, you know they they don't seem like they've got any plan to win without Zaha. Yeah. Um, that that is that is a difficulty. A player that for them continues to be far more valuable to them than he is to anyone else at this moment in time, and that's why he's not getting the move that he's lusted after. Mm-hmm. I think Ed Aaron's from the Guardian pointed out that the concern is that. He's only got two years left on his contract now. Yeah. So then that opens up a, a whole new horizon for him if it gets to a point where he's not going to sign again and they have to sell him or he runs that contract down and uh, and leaves for nothing. And at some point, you know, if, if they were to hang on and hang on even, you know, he, he ages and they have to they have to do something a, a, a bit different. But it, but it is really tough. I think when you, you know you can't really break into that top bracket, and the best you can ever do is really about 10th. I mean, the other thing with them is that they had this old grand plan for um, redeveloping Selhurst Park, which mm-hmm. is, is stymied and hasn't really gone anywhere yet. Um, so I think that is something that would give the club an, an, another enormous boost. But for the, for the moment, I would be quite prepared to cling on to, to Roy Hodgson and, and, and hold what, what you have. Because what's the guarantee that what's around the corner is, is, is going to be any better. I'm, I'm not sure it is. I remember the first conversation I had with um, one of my son's mates about football. Um, it was actually one of my son's mates who I didn't know was into football. Right. He came up to me. He was, he, I guess they were about like seven at the time. Mm. And he came up to me and he, he sort of went in this sort of conspiratorial way. You, uh, you know some stuff about football, didn't you? And I said, yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. And he Wasn't goes, that, "That's what yeah. Luke said to you when he first." Started, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it was Luke. Maybe it was Luke. And um, he said, uh, "You know, the best manager in the world is." And uh, I said, "I, I don't know, uh, Pep Guardiola." And he goes, "No." And I said, uh, "Is it Jurgen Klopp?" And he goes, "No." It's that old man who manages Crystal Palace. Yeah, right. <laughs> what you, you didn't realise, Andy, is I said I, I said that to the little lad. Oi, go over to that guy. There's a that, pound. Go over to, to Sean Derry over there, and you tell him that Roy Hodgson's the best manager in the world. You wouldn't uh, need to tell Sean Derry, would you? <laughs> <laughs> you go and tell Carlo Ancelotti's son. All right. Um, uh, but Palace have just signed Jean-Philippe Matea. No, sorry, Mateta rather. Um, he didn't have a great time on on his, on his debut, but um, he he <laughs> made a bit of a splash in January when, uh, in response to a question about winning trophies at Palace, he said, "Palace can help me go to the club where I will stay for ten years, and with which I will win trophies." Now, <laughs> his ambition is to be admired in one sense. He doesn't have to kind of say, "Oh, this is just a stepping stone for me." Trophies that'll be somewhere else, mate. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a loan move at the end of the day. So Palace, 
Mm. Uh, uh, you know, they, they are a palace literally made of crystal, so splash the money and get him on, on a permanent, and then he won't be saying these things, will he? Yeah, the crystal palace burnt, famously burnt down, didn't oh, it? There well, was an did, actual... did, did they manage to keep the crystal off from the palace? I don't know. Maybe well, they need to fashion it into a dome, perhaps, although maybe like, that's already been but, done. But we're talking about, you know, people having um, uh, a commitment to a club. I've committed mm. to your player. Sign them outright. Damn right. Damn right. Like <laughs> AFC Wimbledon have done. Speaking of South London club signing people, Andy, they've just signed Shayan Harrison, a.k.a. the beer catcher. Oh, the <laughs> skills. This this was magnificent. This was um, something that was... It was a couple of years re- ago now, was it? Yeah, he was well. He's he's just come back from um, the second division in Holland, mm. and in his early time there, after scoring a goal against Go Ahead Eagles, I think a Go Ahead fan threw a beer at him, which he caught, yeah. and it was it's a, it was a plastic uh, like, glass, I think, which doesn't yeah. make any. That's not to give which, the fan which credit. Which probably <laughs> makes it more difficult to catch. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if anything, but he reaches way over his head, yeah. catches it, downs it. And chucks the cup away, much oh. to the hilarity of um, <laughs> the, the 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 Dutch TV presenters. It's like something uh, though, out of a you... old Spice advert. It's oh, incredible. It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. He just does it in one fluid motion. Um, Twenty minutes from the end, he's drank a pint of beer. Un- unhelpful. <laughs> right, I don't care whether you've just scored. It's not a full pint, though, is it? No, but yeah. still, you don't. What? It's not hardly isotonic, is it, Marcus? It's going to dehydrate you, isn't it? <laughs> They didn't clip up the bit on Twitter where he's got his hands on his thighs going, breathe in, breathe in. <laughs> Some, uh, one of the coaching staff coming over with a glass of water going, just little sips, just little sips. <laughs> Who was it years ago in that pre-season friendly, I think, in America? Was it Roger Johnson when uh, they were playing in a pre-season friendly when he was at, I can't remember which club it was now, maybe Birmingham City or something? Anyway, I could be totally wrong. And he was he like went in for a tackle and he kind of fell towards like the crowd and there was like a there was a there was a, like a beer on a little table there because it was like it was just a small stadium and he just like downed it and he, and he went oh, I saw the beer and I just thought I downed it and, and, you, and we were like hang on is that normally just forgetting your, forgetting your duties there I don't know I don't bloody know well uh, gentlemen uh, there was most likely no beer drunk when uh, Bayern faced Egyptian side Al Ali uh, of course uh, in uh, in Qatar uh, in the Club World Cup. Um, they won 2-0 and a brace from Lewandowski settled that one. So Bayern are on course to become the greatest team in the world this year. I was about to say ever. Um, <laughs> they're, 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 they're about to win the Club World Cup if they can beat Gignac's Tigres in the final. What do you think of this, Andy? Ever such exciting opposition before we get to the Bayern bit. Um, I mean, they're the first CONCACAF team to, to to get to the Club World Cup final and they beat Palmeiras, who just won the Copa Libertadores in, mm-hmm. in, in the semi, which we weren't expected. It's a big win. But, yeah, Gignac has got three goals in this tournament already and he, he could have had a few more. I mean, he's incredible. Mm. 35 years old. You bear in mind, because of his various weight issues shall we say when when he was a younger player he used to get commonly referred to in France as uh, Andre Pierre Big Mac and <laughs> n- now 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 you look at him and you know people just assumed he was going to Mexico to make a couple of years easy money he's assimilated incredibly he's mm-hmm. the record goal scorer in the club's history it's different class what he's done there yeah, and he's he's won a he's won a stack of trophies as well, and he's he's on the brink of you know possibly the biggest of the lot. Oh it, well, I mean, but I love that though with 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 a player just thinking ever so slightly outside the box because the Mexican mm. league actually is quite big. I think it's in terms of revenue, it is in the top sort of you know well definitely top ten in the world. 
Yeah. Um, and, and, and the crowds you play in front of and so on, you know, it, it, we obviously we don't see it. You know, if it's not kind of elite European football, we tend to be a little bit snooty, uh, one could argue. Unless you've He's got over um, and... Andy's Sky Package. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 mean. I was about to say, when I talk about this, you and Andy are the last two people. Who Andy would subscription, Andy's subscription services are grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of those big 1980s uh, satellite dishes that's the size yeah. of, a, of, a, of an outhouse <laughs> yeah. in his front yard. Just, just plug this in the back of it and you can get all sorts, mate. Um, <laughs> did you see, uh, speaking of buying, did you see that um, their plane was initially delayed because it had to be de-iced? before they took off and that took them just past the midnight curfew at Brandenburg Airport meaning they had to wait until the next morning to fly so they were on the plane for about seven hours or something stupid like that I mean it's not, but, it's but not great prep is it no <laughs> and, 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 and that airport is famous for being late itself so I don't know how they bloody dare uh, it's, it's an absolute Brandenburg late my night Brandon, yeah. Brandenburg Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoyable. I can't hear myself um, talk. I'm just, it's like, you know, when you like have headphones on and all you can hear is like what you were saying like half a second ago and you kind of extend <laughs> vowels out and it's really disorientating. That's what mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with now. <laughs> yeah, well, Peter, if, if Bayern can win the Club World Cup, Hansi Flick will become the first Bayern manager to have won the Bundesliga, German Cup, German Super Cup in the Champions League and the European Super Cup. Oh, I mean, is, where else does he go, Andy? Well, well I hope to he Mexico, didn't go. Well, perhaps. Yeah, Germany. <laughs> uh, I, I think there's been, there's been a lot of speculation recently um, that he might uh, succeed uh, Yogi Love in the um, in, in the Germany manager's job. He's not getting on great with uh, Hassan Salahamazic, the sporting director at the moment. They've got a few differences of opinion on where the club should go personnel-wise in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to de-icing the plane. Oh, yeah. Um, got some insight uh, of you. Well, what I thought was a bit much is Karl-Heinz Rummenigge going off on one about how oh, we were stitched up by them, you know, missing missing the, the the flight window and all the rest of it. It's just like every German tourist who's ever had a winter holiday, as Pete says, from Brandenburg Airport, they've they've missed that window. And, you know, <laughs> the difference is they haven't been stuck in a nice bed in, yeah, exactly. in, in business class. A lie flat so, bed. Oh yeah, yeah. I so, mean, for, they, they talk yeah. about they talk about poor like preparations for for the match. Did you actually like see Alali's uh, kind of defending a lot of the lot of the, the the two of the goals? There probably should have been a penalty in the run up to Lewandowski's first, but they just mm. thought, you know what, we haven't got time. He's going to score. <laughs> just let him do it. <laughs> and then for the second, they just left him unmarked at the at the back post. I just it was just a it was a bit of a giggle really. And then did you see the in the presser? I think it was either it was either before or afterwards. Uh, Kimmich and, and Flick uh, did uh, was speaking at these little microphones that were like you know those little ones you get um, that principals talk to the whole school uh, about the prom oh, in, a, in an American t- yeah like a big loudspeaker kind of yeah. uh, microphone that's what I enjoyed about it anyway that's what the, yeah. no, the club I, cups all about for me <laughs> weird <laughs> microphones. <laughs> That's what the club woke up. Yeah, enjoyable. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you fancy more chat about some of Europe's greatest sides, then head over to our Patreon. Every week you can listen to our new show, The Teams of Our Lives. Andy and I talked about Fatty Tarim's all-conquering Galatasaray side this week, and we return to the northeast of England for some 90s entertainers on next week's episode. You can catch... We're week- doing Sunderland! 
Yes. <laughs> Get uh, you can, you can, <laughs> Quinn and Phillips. No, we're not doing that. Just in case any Sunderland fans do sign up and they're disappointed. Uh, you can catch weekly episodes of the Teams of Our Lives as well as other bonus content over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Keith Hutchins, Hartlepool. How dare you? Let's have a quick break. <laughs> Palmeiras are in the green. They're known as Vidal, the big green. And Tigres, well, he might have worked it out. They are the Tigers. You're a tiger! They are the Tigers. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails. Just email show at footballramble.com Right now, so got one here from israel putnam on twitter says i'd like to bring it to your well marcus attention that there is a belgian fellow currently playing for ka ghent called sven comes that is all <laughs> well, so, well speaking of that andy uh, max cruz was obviously doing a little sex talk on the uh, new social media site uh, clubhouse and he said he couldn't uh what was the name of the, uh, the player uh Coombs. He couldn't Coombs because there was loads of cats in the room. <laughs> I don't know what that's all <laughs> yeah, about. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it's really interesting. So the, the whole concept of this clubhouse is mm. that you, it's a social network that you have to be invited onto. Mm. And I, I was sold on it as it's like captains of industry giving the inside track on their business and, you know, how they reach the top. <laughs> Not, you know, Max Cruiser on how he got off with some girls. <laughs> but apparently that that's what he was advising people on. I mean, he can't really advise people on playing poker, of course, after uh, winning 45 grand that time and leaving it in the back of a cab. Hey, look, maybe there's but, loads uh, of cats in the Max cab. Max Cruiser, what a star. Sven Kelman. <laughs> <Yeah>, maybe. <laughs> uh, we've got another one here, actually, as well, from uh, Stephen Eaton, Oakland, California. Subject, how England can win the Euros. I'm I listening, Steve. I'm listening. He, He's not sent this to you, Marcus, because you already know. Um, I've caught up with this weekend's games, and I believe I have a foolproof plan for England to win the Euros and probably the next three or four international tournaments. 4-1-4-1. I think he's talking about formation rather than score. Pope in goal. Cash, Mings, concert target as a back four. They play for the same club, a club which has 11 clean sheets this season, so they're already proven as a defensive unit. No worries there. Henderson in front of the back four. Um, he's a centre-back nowadays, but we'll let that pass. Uh, Kane up top and stay up there. None of this dropping deep nonsense. Then let's just have four tens made up of four of the most talented England players in a generation. Foden, Madison, Sterling, Grealish. Unorthodox, clearly, but how can anyone disagree with that? I can't, and I won't. <laughs> Get Bammers in there. Bammer. Um, <laughs> yes. Kane off the bench if we need a hand, helping hand. Uh, now, this email is from... I always get this name wrong. Is it Podri? Is that what you say it? Podri? Padraig? You spell it Padraig, but is it not Podri or am I being silly there? Either way. I think it's a game. Podrick or Padrick uh, Stapleton. Uh, recently heard a podcast uh, paying tribute to the late Jimmy Hill. I was house sharing years ago and moved into a flat share. I went through the formalities that morning and uh, Sunday supplement was on Sky on, on the TV at the time. Uh, to make a bit of conversation, I said, God, I really like that. I really dislike that big chin twat. Little did I know, <laughs> it turns out that I was sharing with the great man's grandson, Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy Hill's grandson. I'm trying to think, have we got anyone... 
I know that Russ Abbott's grandson occasionally listens oh, uh, to the football ramble. So, and we've yeah. never slagged him off because Russ Abbott is excellent. Uh, but I do worry <laughs> if we've offended anyone's uh, grandfathers. Um, but I... do get in touch. Showfootballramble.com if we have. Does, does Kevin Keegan's grandson listen? That's what Probably I'm not, to be honest. No. Um, I think Padraig yeah. is, is Irish for Patrick. Uh, okay, there we go. I think that's probably what it would Do be. Do you know, or did Charlie the producer write it into the Zoom no, chat? No, no, cause <laughs> I, I re- no, because I, I remembered this because um, in Scotland, uh, once in a while, a Gaelic version, or Gaelic, depending on uh, which side of the bed you woke up, uh, a version of a of a, of a program, a children's program, would appear on the television. So yeah. Patrick Post would be Patrick Postman Pat. <laughs> Patrick Post, uh, Patrick Post, yeah. Very nice. I like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I sent on the WhatsApp yesterday um, all of the international versions of uh, Big Bird. And so like every oh, every yeah. country's got a weird version of Big Bird that doesn't necessarily replace Big Bird, but he does Big Bird things, if you know what I mean. Um, and Big Bird's obviously <laughs> been the top dog, the top, uh, top bird for such a long time, since like the 60s or 70s or whatever. And, uh-huh. uh, but there's loads of weird ones. Like Kuwait's one in like 1985 or something is a yeah. real horror show. Um, but every country's got a weird one from like China to Japan to, 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 to <laughs> Russia. I, I just like the fact that they've got these bizarro world versions of the TV show shows that we all love <laughs> yeah can... I, th- I think you know where you are with the simpsons don't you because it, in every country marge sounds the same yes <laughs> H- Ho- homer homer not so much no but uh, marge definitely yeah well show at footballramble.com if you want to contribute to that chat everybody uh, gentlemen back in the actual world of football we spoke about uh, uh, Padraig Banford scoring his uh, 100th <laughs> career goal. Well, Zlatan Ibrahimovic has got 500 career goals now. He got a brace at the, on the weekend against uh, Crotone, uh, which took him to 501 goals in his club career. It is bloody ridiculous what he's doing in Serie A this season. The man goes on <laughs> and on and on and on. It is sensational. Like When a player returns to a club where he arguably had his peak, I know he's Zlatan, you could say, you know, he's, he's peaked. Well, he's, he's found another one. Um, it, when, when Henri went back to Arsenal, for example, I remember Jim saying, you just want that one goal, which, of course, he scored against Leeds in the Cup. You just want that moment to go, hey, oh, you see, there's a little bit of the old magic. Ibrahimovic <laughs> has done that and more so, Andy. He's been phenomenal and they are fighting for the title. And a lot of that is down to the big man, who's, what is he, 39 now? Back at the club. 39. Um, it's absolutely extraordinary. And, you know, they're talking about not just extending him next season, but of course, Mino Raiola being Mino Raiola was like, you know, do you want to add another year on the back of that? Which Stand, I think he's in the Standing he's in the on his perfect... back when he does push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in the perfect position to, yeah. to do that now. And I he's was definitely expecting... going to carry him over and like... You know, some sort of tightrope over Niagara oh, Falls one day he, or something, isn't he? Marcus, yes. Marcus, and he could do like a well-paid like money tour starting at forty. You know, like everyone moves to China or the Turkeys uh, yeah. at around about thirty-two. <laughs> the, he could do turkeys. that from the Turkey. You know, the, is there the just men- one? Well, all right, we want Turkey. There's, there's one Turkey. Um, <laughs> they've got a big look. I'm just saying the Bosphorus, big, big, uh, big, big uh, river. <laughs> Yeah, just separates true. an entire city. Um, but he could like go and start doing the like the second tier of that kind of money tour when he's fifty, like J yeah. League, India, Thailand, places like uh-huh. that. Wow, we're he saying like forever. Top, top, you top in disguise, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Give the long top game. scorer for um, Yokohama Marinos at like yeah. sixty three. Jeb Bothroyd. <laughs> <laughs> him, him and King Kazu up front. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. that's the one. Mm. But I, 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 it makes me laugh that Zlatan uh, is obviously he's like a, a modern footballer with a, a modern reputation, and more importantly, a modern YouTube uh, goal compilation. And so every time Ooh. he scores one goal, some completist has to upload another thirty gigabytes of high definition uh, video <laughs> with it's with just... a with a new metal soundtrack over the top of it, saying Zlatan's five hundred career goals. <laughs> it's quality. He's 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 scored fourteen. Uh, it, it goals in the league this season in eleven league games. I mean, he's yeah. averaging more than one a game. Ridiculous! Well, it's, it's, it's absolutely remarkable, and I, I wonder if this sort of mid-season injury break has has almost mm. helped him. Really, I mean, they brought in Mario Mandzukic to, uh, I guess, add a bit of youth to the attack. And uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, as, as, as stands, they don't they don't desperately need him. I mean, it's it's quite a combustible combination oh, to, yeah. to to have up front. But I mean, Zlatan was brought in. I mean, the, the club are liars if they thought he was going to score anywhere near this many. Um, or if they say they thought he was going to score any mm. anywhere near this many. You know, they brought him in there to to raise standards, um, to um, inspire the young team they've got. And they've, they've got this huge bonus on, on, on top of it. Mm. Well, Mandzukic himself has come back from playing... Where was he playing in the, in the Middle East? I think he was yeah. in, in Qatar. He he's a remarkable player because he's played for some of the top clubs. A couple of seasons at Bayern, a season at Atletico, a few seasons at Juventus. There he pops up. He's sort of like I don't know. He's like he's like the MacGyver of the sort of European football leagues. He's just kind of like <laughs> you need a, you need a helping out. You need someone to come in and do the job. Then he's <laughs> then he's you know he's there. Um, but yeah, thoroughly enjoying uh, Ibrahimovic. Uh, I'd love it if if Milan would win the league. So. Um, I'm sure we can hit that kind of chat, Andy. We, we can hear more of that sort of thing on, on, on the continent, of yes. course. Um, something that you won't hear on On the Continent, ladies and gentlemen, which I would argue isn't a limitation of the show, is that Harry Redknapp's been parachuted in at Bournemouth. <laughs> uh, yes, Redknapp, has, he's, he's been drafted in to assist new caretaker boss Jonathan Woodgate. Nice to see Wooders back in action, Peter. Yeah, I, um, I, obviously he left um, he left his last post, not under a cloud, but I, I don't think he, he enjoyed <laughs> the last few months of his uh, <laughs> of his posting. But yeah, I, I, he's very focused on just the Tuesday night match. He says he's having nothing else. He's not looking further further than that. Um, but you know, who knows if they win, the Harry Redknapp and Jonathan would get <laughs> weird. Dream team could, well, it might continue. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is uh, Woodgate became caretaker manager at Bournemouth last week because he, he joined the coaching staff on the Monday after Graham Jones moved on, and now he's kind of been ushered into the into the into the hot seat, of course. But who better, Andy, to have Harry Redknapp in your, in your corner? Uh, if you're about to start on a new project, a Redknapp said of, of Woodgate, just to kind of uh, uh, steady anybody's nerves, he said he's a great lad. He's asked me to come in for a few days and watch him train, just to be around the place for a few days, help keep my eye on things for him. I mean, <laughs> is that the dictionary definition, Andy, of a lovely old job? I, I think it probably is. Um, <laughs> I, I struggle still, even with the help, to see uh, Jonathan Woodgate keeping this long term, very much like, like Pete, I think. Um, but... I mean, it's it's a great start in the fact that they were playing Birmingham first mm. off, and Birmingham were in a bit of a state at, at the moment. Um, but it, it just goes to show, I guess, even for a club like Bournemouth, it, it, everything so much rides on going back up to the Premier League. I mean, yeah. Jason Tindall clearly had his issues, and certainly with those defeats towards the, the, the end of um, his spell in charge. But that, they were still in the top six, yeah, mm. weren't they? I mean, and they're still in the I, FA I Cup, Andy. 
which is the main thing, of yeah. course. But with with so much riding on it, you know, there's just no mucking about. It's absolutely ruthless, isn't it? Mm, no, it really is. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, John Terry was apparently odds on favourite. Um, but uh, but Ed Redknapp himself said at the weekend, if I was a chairman looking for a for a manager right now, John Terry would be top of my list. I love it when he says things like that. He sort of touts people. <laughs> That's maybe why he had to say that about Woodgate because he turned he turned up and Woodgate was like, oh, we were you expecting John? No, 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 don't worry about that. <laughs> just let me watch the training. Hand me that bacon butty and I'll be away. I will just keep you. I'll, I'll stay well out of the way. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I mean, has Redknapp ever been a, a football chairman? I, I just get the feeling that would actually probably be his right. dream job. You know what I mean? He, he certainly acted. No, it's not his dream. He, he likes to spend other people's money, Peter. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair do. Uh, <laughs> which I think most, man, most managers do, but he yeah. certainly acted like the chairman before. Anyway, it's now time, ladies and gentlemen, for this. I prefer to kill him. It's time for Portmanteo Conte. Portmanteo Conte. <laughs> Got it, you, got it the second time round. You invented and you can't <laughs> say the name. I didn't realise the game was coming up. You said it's time for this. And I was like, have I got to sing a sea shanty or something? Pop Antonio Conte. It's a game that combines two footballers. It's as simple as that. I'm not going to go through the rules again. We do it pretty much every week. So, lads, are you ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. As soon as I finish the clue, I'm going to start the clock. And then as soon as you hear Kevin de Flippin' Bruyne... You're going to be uh, in a situation where one of you will be the winner and one of you will be the loser or both of you will be the winner and both of you will be the losers. It doesn't matter. I'm going to start the clue now. Uh, Right. Half-brother of... I am the half-brother of Carl Court. I am a full England international currently on loan to Fulham. I am a central defender and Big Sam once laughed into my face. Start the clock. Half-brother Carl Court, central defender, Big Sam laughing in my face. I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. Ah, guys! Unlucky! Not, not unlucky! Yeah, did you get any of the players? Either of the players? Yeah, so uh, the, the... The closest I would get was Titus Bramble Carroll, but that's not correct, <laughs> is it? <laughs> not quite, no. Not quite. Well, the Big Sam laughing in my face, is it, it confused me because I was thinking Chico Flores. But Ruben not... Loftus Chico Flores. Oh, oh you see, like, that's what confused me. Because you, the, the players, you, you put it the other way round. <laughs> I didn't. The half brother Carl Court, full England international, currently on loan to Fulham. Ruben Loftus Cheek. I'm a centre defender, and Big Sam laughed it in my face. Chico Flores. Oh, that's my fault. Ah. I was thinking Chico Flores was first. There you go. Otherwise, I'd have got it. Foolish. Otherwise, well, I would have got it. Big yeah. talk. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise that would have been another point to me. I need um, like a little kind of head in the freezer uh, kind of uh, quote, like uh, like the other block. <laughs> <laughs> to, really, to really nail this game into your brain, Marcus. Oh, you've got to have spaghetti hands. To play Pop Antonio Conte, you got to have spaghetti hands. <laughs> Are you ready for spaghetti hands? Andy, Andy and I have done okay at this. I'm just, I'm mm. a bit disappointed in myself. I'm going to go away, look at myself in the mirror yeah. and think, you know, what a big player always thinks, what can I do? What could <laughs> I have done? Could have got it bloody right, Andy. That's, That's Pop Man's Antonio Conte, baby. Spaghetti oh, yeah. hands. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, the FA Cup is back this week. Good to see Mike Dean uh, will be in charge of Leicester's clash with Brighton on Wednesday. But very regrettably, he's... 
uh, and very sort of worryingly he's requested to, to not be involved in any of the Premier League games uh, at the weekend. Uh, he also notified the police after his family received death threats and abusive message, which abusive messages, which is um, bloody awful to hear, actually, quite frankly. Uh, I know we have a, you know, we mentioned Mike Dean a few times in the show, but flipping heck, that is uh, very sad and very regrettable that uh, he's mentioned around a story like that. So a, a great shame uh, indeed. Um, but the FA Cup is back uh, this week and uh, Manchester United are playing West Ham, which uh, looks quite an interesting fixture. David Moyes has started the mind games already. He said about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, given the time that he's been given, he started to mould together a really young, exciting team. Oh, given the time. Managers always love going on about time, Andy. They they do. I mean, to me, it sounds like he's praising him and calling him the next Sir Alex Ferguson. But, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm reading that slightly wrong. That's not going to make headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Oh. Theory, me. What, what, I think that's quite a nice tie, though, isn't it? West Ham are, uh, you know, in, in decent form. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United. Fun uh, match. Have, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Manchester yeah. United have, have surprised us all, quite frankly, this season mm. with some of their football. And uh, are they still in the title? Maybe not. But the FA Cup is, is up for grabs. Um, Burnley will surely be thinking, Andy, that they will um, knock Woodgate and Redknapp and co out the cup. Um. Well, yes, they'll be hoping for that. Can you imagine, though, Jonathan Woodgate and Harry Redknapp getting to the FA Cup final? I mean, I don't want to jump the gun here. Harry's jumping heroes. the gun Come is on. what the FA Cup is all about. Do you think that, do you think they would release a cup final song? <laughs> <laughs> Punctuated instead of the uh, like a hi hat or a symbol, just Jonathan Woodgate smashing a glass into his own head. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> oh, dear. For those who are aware, are, are aware of that. Pop Antonio um, Conte. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble today. On tomorrow's show, it's Jules, Vish and Luke. It promises to be an absolute cracker. Until uh, then, thank you very much, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Spaghetti hands. Enjoy the FA Cup, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you soon. <laughs> This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.